All right. In this podcast, we're going to look at understanding nutrients from a standpoint of protein, carbs, and fats. We're not going to get super scientific here. I like to have my listeners understand the bare bones basics and actually apply them, actually make them work for you. All right. Let's start with protein. Basically, vital component of every cell in your body. Your body uses protein to build and repair tissues. You use it to make enzymes, hormones, and other body chemicals. It's a key building block of bones, muscles, cartilage, skin, blood. Um, it also helps you stay satiated throughout the day, keeps you alert. Protein at every meal helps you regulate blood sugar and your insulin response. I mean, that's a huge list. Bottom line is most people do not take in enough protein daily. You think of a weak-ass breakfast where, who knows, you might be eating a muffin and getting a coffee and hitting the, hitting the road and maybe getting five grams of protein. And then lunch, if you're ordering from some cafeteria, uh, you might be getting 15, 20 grams of protein. So now you're up to 25 grams. At dinner, you're going to try to top it up, and you might hit 50. You end up with 75 grams of protein. So the World Health Organization says across the world, across the, across the globe, people usually take in about 56 grams of protein per day as the recommended total for the entire globe. We're talking about people in poverty-stricken countries. We're talking about people in North America. We're talking about people everywhere. All right, 56 is bare bones. That doesn't include the factors of exercise, a busy lifestyle, that kind of stuff. All right, so the question is, how much do you need daily? Now, I just told you, the person who got the muffin and maybe something from the cafeteria and topped up with a protein at uh, dinner might have gotten at 75, which is... I don't know, about 15 over the World Health Organization standard, but what do you really need? If you've got a pen and paper handy, I want you to write this down because uh, what you need depends on a host of factors, including body composition, your goals, your level of activity, your age. So what you do is you get an assessment from somebody like me. You do a body fat analysis or you go into one of those bod pods and figure out your body fat percentage. But for a sedentary individual, Write this down. You need 0.6 grams of protein per pound of lean muscle mass. If you weigh 200 pounds and your lean muscle mass is 160, you would take that 160 times 0.6 and it would give you your sedentary total. An active individual, 0.8 protein grams of protein per pound of lean muscle mass. Somebody very active, it's 1.0 per pound of lean muscle mass. If you have a goal of building muscle, it's 1.2 to 1.5 grams per pound of lean muscle mass. All right, so let's take a couple of examples here. You've got a person who's 230 pounds, high body fat, and his goal is weight loss, or in this case, fat loss. We do a body fat assessment and we realize he's actually 60 pounds overweight. His lean muscle mass is 170. We multiply that by 0.8 and we get a total of 136 grams of protein. And then what I like to do is I like to be therapeutic with this protein. We're gonna spread that over four meals, three regular meals and some kind of mini meal or a protein shake. It's 35 grams per meal times four, gives him his total. Now take another individual, 150 pounds. So this guy weighs 80 pounds less and his goal is muscle gain. So we do his body fat analysis. We realize he's 140 grams of lean muscle mass and he wants to build some muscle. So what we do is we multiply that 140 times 1.3 gives him 180 grams of protein. 
Now this guy is going to eat 45 grams per meal times four meals. So even though he's a smaller man than the other example, the first example, he's eating 10 grams per meal more. Why? Because his desired result, his end result is different. He wants to gain muscle, whereas the other person uh, wanting to lose fat and keep his muscle mass. So when I work with somebody, I like to have most people work on some kind of muscle building plan. And with that, I increase their protein portion slightly from the standard numbers. I also closely monitor to make sure that person responds well to the protein levels. And then I make adjustments. I also like to have a therapeutic strategy towards consumption. Moderate doses of protein in each of your three bigger meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, with smaller amounts of protein in your smaller meals. So this ensures that there's an even dosage and there's a constant stream of protein in the bloodstream for muscle tissue repair, maintenance, slow down of absorption of carbs, that kind of stuff. An example of a 100 gram protein needs daily would be something like this. 30 grams for breakfast, lunch 30 grams, snack would be 10, and dinner would be 30 grams for a total of 100 grams. Let's talk about sources. You've got um, stuff like eggs, cottage cheese, dairy, um, you know, low-fat cheese, Greek yogurt, milk, whey protein. Uh, for meat, steak, chicken, turkey, pork, bison, turkey, bacon, lean varieties preferably. Seafood would be tuna, halibut, salmon, tilapia, among others. And other stuff like tofu, beans, lentils, and edamame. All right, so that's the uh, rough intake on protein and what your body needs and why it needs it. But like I said, you want to get some good sources of protein in, you want to spread it out throughout the day, and you want to make sure that you meet your body's needs by getting those exact totals and trying to match them. And then from there, see how you do over the course of the week, the month, and then make adjustments accordingly. All right, time to talk about carbs, fuel for your body. Now, here's what I know about carbs. If you eat a diet of, let's say, 2,000 calories and you've got your protein totals, let's say you've got 200 grams of protein, which adds up to 800 calories worth of food, you still have another 1,200 calories. This is what I found across the board. For an average person, if you have a lot of carbs and less fat or you switch around the proportions where you have less carbs and more fat, but they add up to 2,000 calories, it doesn't make a difference couple things and we'll talk about fat later on you do want to get adequate amount of fat in your diet because it has a satiating effect as well as their fat soluble vitamins like a d e and k which you need for your body if you have zero fats in your diet you're going to fuck up your body all right so whether it's more carbs and less fat as long as you meet your fat requirements or less carbs and more fat if you're eating 2,000 calories it doesn't make a difference Carbs are important from a standpoint of if you are a person who burns a lot of calories, then you're going to want to take carbs into your body. If you're a person who does not burn a lot of calories and keeps kind of like an aerobic capacity workout um, where they don't tap into glucose as fuel, then you don't need as many carbs. But if you're a, an athlete who plays basketball or football and you go those stop start activities, you're going to need more carbs in your diet. Now the question is, what kind of carbs? Now carbs are found in foods like fruits, veggies. Yes, those two are carbs. Some people seem to think that they're not, they can have an abundance without any effect. That's bullshit. Fruits, carbs are carbs, veggies are carbs, 
breads, pastas, grains, even dairy products are carbs. Ultimately, they broke, uh, break down into glucose, which is an energy source of the body. And they can be used right away for energy or they get stored away for later use if in fact you use them at all. If you don't, they get converted to fat. The biggest challenge is realizing their place in your diet. So like I said, if you are very active, you're gonna need to up your carbs. So that's the difference between myself who might take in, let's say 2,300 calories versus my son who is a professional athlete who needs 4,000 calories or even 5,000 calories depending on the day and his training effect. If he's working out for two hours and he's got, let's say another scrimmage for an hour, boy, does he ever need more carbs. He deserves them. It's like putting fuel into your car. If you're driving your car, you need more fuel. If you're not, you don't need as much fuel. It's that simple. Now, I'm a big fan of best carbs. Best carbs are the ones with a lot of fiber and tons of nutrients, veggies, fruits, whole grains. The carbs I like to avoid, I'm not going to call them bad carbs, but the ones that are uh, refined or processed, the ones in packages, the ones with a whole bunch of ingredients alongside them to preserve them, to keep them on the shelf for six months. My veggies and my fruits, if they stay only a certain amount and they, they lose their shelf life and they turn rotten, I mean, those are the ones that are the healthy ones when eaten during their time frame that you can. The ones that are packaged that last for six months, I'm not a big fan of those, so I don't eat them. So starches, brown rice, quinoa, yams, potatoes, oats, sometimes whole wheat pastas, sometimes bread, sometimes cereals, sometimes wraps. I'm going to say yes to those in moderation, again, depending on how active you are. Fruits, veggies, legumes, tropical fruits, green fibrous veggies, beans. If they agree with your stomach, they've got tons of nutrients in them. I recommend them. Excess carbs and the wrong types tend to be the biggest culprits in fat gain. Again, with a coach, they'll be able to help you, um, guiding you with the right carbs for you in the right amounts at the right times. And most importantly, keep you on track, monitoring your weight gain or your weight loss to pinpoint accurate, sustainable totals. So that's the deal with carbs. All right, now do we need fats? I had a client of mine a while ago who stopped eating uh, fat altogether. This was before she became my client and she realized that she was losing her hair her skin looked like shit. Her nails were breaking down. She's like, what's going on? Now, did she get lean? Yeah, she got lean all right, but she just didn't look healthy. Her skin looked really pasty. She looked really bad. And then we said, you absolutely need fat for a variety of reasons. Number one, it's energy. Okay, fat is a fuel source for us all, especially in an aerobic state. So when you're walking for two, three hours, you're burning fat as a fuel source, whether it's dietary fat or the fat that's hanging on your body. You're going to burn that off. Now, the moment you get into an anaerobic state, it means without oxygen, it means you're getting to a pace where you're out of breath. That's when you switch to burning more carbs. Okay, so understand that when you're walking around and somewhat sedentary and moving about throughout the day, you're burning fat. All right, so yes, you have some body fat, but you do need some fat for fuel as well as for other reasons. All right, stuff for like essential fatty acids. They're needed for growth and development and cell functions. Super important. They're also important for nerve and brain function and keeping healthy skin and other tissues. All right. They're important for transport of fat-soluble vitamins like A, D, E, and K through the bloodstream. 
and for formation of steroid hormones to help regulate bodily processes. All right, so the last thing you want to do is have no fat in your diet. Healthy sources of fat. I mean, I don't mind having avocados. I love cheese, yogurt. We cook with some oils, chia seeds, eggs. I don't eat egg whites. I eat the whole egg. I don't want to take out the most nutrient-dense part of the egg. So I eat eggs, uh, fish, nuts, beans. Key point here is fats don't make you fat. We need them as part of a balanced diet. Your plan incorporates fats that allow you to function properly while giving you a level of satiation in your diet so you're not left hungry day after day. I mean, fats taste good, bottom line. All right, well, most fats do anyway. And um, what makes you fat is the abundance of calories. It's the surplus of calories over the course of a regular basis. Okay, day after day, you're going to end up gaining weight with a surplus. But having said that, if you had a diet where you needed 2,000 calories and you're only eating 1,600 calories daily and you had no carbs in your diet and it was all protein and fat, you would lose weight. If you had 90% fat, 5% protein, 5% carbs, and you were in a caloric deficit, you would lose fat. If you have a diet where it's all carbs, no protein, no fat, and you're eating 1,600 calories, and you need 2,000, you're going to get leaner. But boy, are you going to have some ill effects from not having fat in your diet. So fats are absolutely necessary. Next podcast, we're going to talk about a really cool topic, and it's supplementation. And I'm going to tell you, it's a can't miss because supplementation is massive. But I'm going to talk about a different type of supplementation from what you're used to. This is not about walking into GNC or some nutrition house and getting all the pills. It's not about that. It's about what you actually need for your body. So stay tuned for that one. If you were given an arena to completely transform your body, your focus, your finances, and your family, would you take me up on it? Join the league, leagueofelite.com. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Subscribe, share with your friends, and be sure to check out the Ultimate Men's Playbook available now at amazon.com.